0: Hello friend and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, Trenton like the city the numbers 365 in the word show, trenton365show at gmail.com, the website trenton365.com and you can visit us on Facebook as well, trenton365show and you can also post your events to the Trenton 365 community calendar page on Facebook also. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, WIMG1300.com. If you're watching, it's over WPHY, covering Channel 25 and all of Mercer County, New Jersey, through the Verizon network. In the studio with me is Carol Burden. And Carol, um, we've met probably about a year or so ago. And we've been taking a little time to get together. We met and and had a wonderful um, meal breakfast at Studio B, which is one of the newer restaurants here in Trenton, New Jersey. But uh, over that, we talked about the organization. And you're going to find out a lot about the organization. But I want to give a big shout out to my friend, Marsha Wood, who actually started this organization many moons ago. She's now retired from this and all of her other uh, endeavors of leading boards and starting nonprofits. And she's relaxing and enjoying her family and her grandchildren as well. So a big shout out to my friend, Marsha Wood. So without any further ado, Carol Burton, welcome to the program.
1: Jack, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: All right, absolutely. So um, let's rehash pretty much what we spoke about when we first had food over at Studio B. Oh, you're going to
1: have to remind me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so a little bit about your history, and then let's jump right into talking about the organization. And sure. I'm going to try to catch myself from referencing the original name of the Trenton Community Music School to its new name, which you're going to get into the details of talking about that. We
1: are, and it's, it's natural to talk about Trenton Community Music School for us, too. We're very proud of the history that we had, and... It's been an honor to endeavor to follow the footsteps of Marsha Wood, who, um, who casts a very, very long shadow, has done some amazing work in Trenton. And uh, when she was ready to, to pass the baton and do something else, um, I, was, I was honored and a little daunted to pick it up. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about that then. Sure. Um, so, so obviously you've got some background in the arts and performing arts. What is that background?
1: Well, my own background, I actually was an opera singer. I went to graduate school at Juilliard, um, did my apprenticeship in Boston, not in Boston, in Chicago, Um, and I sang uh, as a freelance singer for about uh, 15 years. But since that time, most of my work has been supporting classical music that's carried out in an ensemble format. Mm -hmm. I've worked with Westminster Choir College, Um, I've been on the board of Princeton Girl Choir, I've worked with the Princeton Symphony Orchestra, I was in charge of their education programs for a while, and when this opportunity came to get involved with what was then Trenton Community Music School, I jumped at the opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And um, have you always wanted to be involved in the administrative side of things? I mean you've, you've got this rich history as a performing artist, and sometimes those don't don't mesh well together.
1: Well they're really, it's different work, there's no getting around that. but. It's a joy to be in the kind of position that I'm in now because at times I get to uh, meet and engage with people who might like to get involved and support us. There's the development side. At times I'm working with people who work for us and seeing if I can uh, make it a better place for them to be working. There's the HR side. At times I have to geek out with a spreadsheet and see how we balance what's coming what's, uh, coming in with what's going out. There's the finance side. So, you know, when you're on the administrative side, you get to you get to see all sides of the elephant. You know, mm-hmm. performing was an extraordinary, extraordinary privilege, and I loved it. Uh, and I still do a little bit, very little bit. But mm. it's, it's a lot of fun being on the admin side.
0: Mm. You know, I, I want to stick with the performing side because sure. I'm, I'm going to loop it back around and, and tie it in with the students uh, and the other programming that the Trenton Music Makers, does Thank you. Um, but but sticking with the performing, um, um, did you have a strong foundation? was there a lot of f- family support um, to lead you in that direction? What made you choose to want to sing opera?
1: It sort of came and got me. I went mm. to college I went to liberal arts college because I had decided no way I was going to be a professional <laughs> musician i had no idea how anyone made that work i had seen enough 1940s movies to think you probably waited tables and then a producer came in and discovered you mm-hmm. and i figured that was not likely to happen to me but my family loved to make music we all picked up instruments and played we all sang together we used to i'm the youngest of nine kids we used to all sing together in the car uh, at the at the campfire mm-hmm. in the summertime mm. it was we were just always doing music and there was no question about it so and so that's the that's the pleasure that I have now is that you know of course when you're working with kids at this age there's no guarantee this is not a pre-conservatory program we have musical goals yes we want to we want to give them the opportunity to build some real extraordinary skills musicians but our goals for them are a little broader than that we want them to experience all the things that come in with being a musician and what do I mean by that I mean Uh, I mean the extraordinary sense of community Mm -hmm. that you have when you make music together. Um, The sense that when you do well, everyone around you can do better. Uh, The sense that when you work really, really hard, you get to see the results immediately. And the people around you get to benefit from those results as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, What what I love about choir, what I love about orchestra, is that there are these groups that get together and work very hard to agree more effectively. Mm-hmm. You know, to really come into a sense of harmony, literally and figuratively.
0: You know, I think that's a really good hashtag for you to think about with your marketing as uh, the Trenton Music Makers um, program continues to progress, and that is working hard. Mm. You know, but in, in coming together. Um,
1: well, as we as we like to say sometimes, <laughs> when we work, we play.
0: Mm. Great. So, uh, what's the f- contact information for the organization?
1: Right. Well, we're on the web at trentonmusicmakers.org. Uh, people can also reach out to us by email at info at trentonmusicmakers.org, on Facebook at trentonmusicmakers, and on Twitter at Makers. TMM
0: yeah. Makers, all right. And now, uh, folks, all that information will be up on the Trenton 365 Show Facebook page and the website archives of this. And the other interviews are there as well, trenton365.com. But you can go to the website, trentonmusicmakers.org, and there you can find out a bit about the organization, et cetera. We're going to touch on uh, lots of different portions of the organization and also on the website since we're talking about that. Um, I'd like for you to share a little bit about the way that website looks. And and I say that because there's, there's a very... Um, warmness about the imagery that's on your on your website. So can you just talk about um, the design of it, the implementation and, and what was the purpose behind that?
1: You really want to talk about the design of the site or well, sort of the warmth. That's yeah conveyed the warmth in of the it. The warmth of it.
0: Yeah that's conveyed. How about that?
1: Well you know when we, we capture pictures of the kids and it's a real easy story to tell in pictures. You know, you can see the joy, you can see the goofiness, you can see the um, you can see the focus and determination and you can see the togetherness and we uh, i i love pictures that really tell a great story about all of those things it's not necessarily you know we pick pictures of ourselves because we look glamorous and right but if you can picture if you can choose a picture of children playing together there are things that ah, i caught it right there or the photographer caught it right there and the more we can show of that i think that tells a better story than any of the uh, any of the elaborate pros we could spin
0: out mm-hmm. so. and, and telling your story is exactly what I think a lot of uh, organizations often miss and telling it in in a way that connects with their targeted audience um, when I was was visiting a website it, it resonated with me immediately Thank you. Um, yeah from the, the from the technical standpoint the texture of the way it was done the colorations I mean it's it's a nice website. Um, so kudos to whoever the designer is, the web developer, and whoever else is implementing uh, some of the strategies there. But that's fantastic. So I'd like to go back, and we're going to get into all the details about the organization, but I do want to make sure that we get a, a nice solid foundation of who you are and uh, why you're so uh, attracted to the work that you do, and which is why you do such a good job with the work. And um, I often ask folks who are in arts, especially performing arts, like what was it like growing up? I mean, was did you have the opportunities? Did you take lessons? Um, was it provided for you in school? Um, was there uh, some benefactor who came along and said, oh my goodness, I love what you're doing, etc. What was it for you?
1: I was very lucky to have great music education in my schools, to have parents who valued music. Uh, my dad had been a terrific pianist when he was younger, and got to the point where he played so well by ear that he then didn't have the patience to learn to read music so <laughs> When I was about four and sitting at the piano keyboard and playing, he said, "That's it. That's it. She's got to have lessons." You know, my dad—he was—he was so full of his own memories of what you know, he had this fearful sense of what happens if you don't provide music education. You know, so that's funny for me to remember that there was a real sense of oh God, the window's
0: going to close. She's about to start kindergarten. <laughs> you know, so, great. Wait, said, she's stepping. She's <laughs> walking. We we got to yeah, get her he's lessons. Ahead right. of
1: his time and being a little uh, being rushed with that, but. <laughs> But I always had great opportunities. I sang in church as a child. I've, I've been a church singer my entire life and I still have the joy of occasionally singing in church. And there's um, very little that gives me more pleasure or that makes me feel a greater spiritual connection than when I can sing and share that with, with um, a congregation as well. So yeah. that's a very lucky thing. But I did, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to have grown up in a place that values, that, that valued music and that still does value music. And, that, and I have to say that's one of the great things about operating this program in Trenton, is that our partner in the Trenton Music Makers Orchestra program and also with the Music for the Very Young Preschool Music Plan um, uh, program, our, our partner in that is the Trenton Public Schools who value music with just an unshakable fidelity. And uh, the difficulties that we have watched the Trenton Public Schools handle uh, at the budgetary level um, with the choices that have to be made, I have to just say hats off to them because through it all, they have said, you know, music is doing more for our kids than just being something nice that they can do or that makes them feel good. There's a real understanding of the kinds of uh, connections that are made through music. Um, There's a lot of recent neurological research that shows what happens in the brain when you play music and there's no doubt that uh, music makes us think more clearly, it makes us think more expansively. Mm-hmm. You know, They're doing PET scans of people's brains while they're practicing and they're finding out that the brain lights up all over the cortex. It's not just firing here or just firing there. It's, it's something that's really very, very powerful. Um, we also have goals for the kids in our program that relate to their attendance, that relate to seizing opportunities to to, to <clears throat> let kids generalize the things that they're learning in a musical setting and apply that to their school lives. And in the same way, the Trenton Public Schools just have had as a priority as long as I've been working with this district and indeed for years years prior, a real commitment to Connecting the arts in, um, in an integrated way mm-hmm. and reaping all those benefits. Mm-hmm.
0: And thank you um, for framing um, your experience um, in, in school with art and learning music and how important it was and then tying it into the work that you're doing now. Because I think that oftentimes that is what's missed. Um, These wonderful experiences that we experienced as a young person or as a child, instead of us trying to figure out how we can share those experiences with the next generation, Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes we kind of huddle those things and keep them in this little vacuum. But I'm glad to hear and see that you're actually doing that, you're actually sharing those experiences. You you touched on um, the the Trenton Public Schools and how much they're supportive of music and I would assume other arts programs, et cetera. Can you just talk about the relationship or partnership a bit more?
1: Sure, well we, uh, this program was conceived in partnership with the schools and it was prior to my arrival at then Trenton Community Music School. Uh, But there was a real interest in starting an El Sistema-inspired program. And what El Sistema is for for your listeners who aren't um, familiar with it, it began in the 1970s in Venezuela in, um, in some of the very most challenged and poverty-stricken areas of um, of Venezuela. And these intensive orchestras, which in that country might meet six days a week for five hours, for four hours, for um, just an extraordinary amount of time, orchestra really becomes home base. The word for it in the El Sistema tradition is the nucleo. So in other words, the nucleus, this is really the center of things. Um, So there was conversation that started up in in Trenton um, through a whole variety of stakeholders starting I think in about 2014 um, or 2013 about how that would be a really great thing to bring to town. Um, So we had great support from the Trenton Public Schools who wanted to provide us program space to do this um, and who also... Uh, have provided us access to other services that are available through the schools. Things as simple as after-school snack, which a child needs in order to continue and do more after school. Um, To help us out with transportation, with some of our other needs. And the schools, because of their commitment to the arts, there are wonderful music teachers in every one of the schools. And we're happy that we are able to include Trenton Public School teachers as a part of our teaching staff
0: after school. Fantastic. Uh, We're speaking with uh, Carol Burton, and we're going to be back after a short break. You're listening and watching the Trenton Three Sixty Five Show. And welcome back to the Trenton Three Sixty Five Show. I'm your host Jacques. How are you listening over WIMG thirteen hundred? In the studio with me is Carol Burton, and we're talking about mm, let's just say all things related to music. Um, so we've been diving into a bit about her history and her background as an opera singer and the support that she received as a young person, as a, one of nine children um, singing by the campfire and singing in church, etc., and how she, she gained this sense of understanding about who she is and was able to turn it into a career of sorts. And now she is leading what was formerly known as the Trenton Community Music School, but it's got a new name, and it's the Trenton Music Makers and the website is trenton Musicmakers.org. And we're going to be encouraging you to go to the website. Go to the website, check this wonderful website out, look at some of the pictures, and most importantly, consider how you can get involved in this if you have some interest in music, interest in education, and if you have interest in children. It's a good opportunity, a good organization to connect with that's been here for many years. And if I'm not mistaken, it's been over what, two decades? This is
1: it has. We're coming up on 20 years, actually. There you we go, founded 20 years. In
0: 1998. <laughs> there we go. And, uh, and I had to give a shout out to my friend, Marsha Wood, um, who started this organization. Marsha is a beacon for arts and arts education uh, here in Trenton and beyond. Um, she's taking our talents somewhere else, um, probably at a beach right now, but we'll get into that. No, I'll at tell you more time. About that. She's not on the beach. <laughs> yeah, I know she's doing some things with the Princeton YWCA and some other things. We met recently and chatted over a meal, which we normally do. And Carol and I, um, we chatted at Studio B. Um, which is a lo- rather new location of a restaurant bakery uh, in Trenton, New Jersey, on South Broad Street by the arena. I encourage folks to go check it out. But, uh, Carol, just before the break, um, you were talking about um, Elsie Stama and her in Venezuela. And Can you rehash that? And then I'd like for us to talk about uh, another organization, a group of people here in Trenton that are doing things with um, students and music.
1: Absolutely. First of all, el sistema. So um, the system, the Spanish word, the words el sistema, which began in um, in Venezuela, and it just has to do uh, with orchestra training for children or musical training for children that's provided in an atmosphere that is intensive, that emf- emphasizes access, removing all barriers to access, and that um, aspires to real excellence. There's there's no messing around about it. You know, you come to uh, bring everything that you have that you have to to get there in the orchestra rehearsal and it, um, and it becomes metaphoric really for spontaneity in your life, commitment in your life and what you're able to do within the orchestra becomes reflective of what you come to understand you're able to do within your own community. One of the things that we say in El Sistema is that we use music and ensembles to help children understand their role as an asset to their
0: community. Mm. Mm -hmm. and asset as a community could you give me some examples of that
1: well sure you know children very often uh, they understand that it is their job to watch adults and to learn from adults and also to behave and uh, it's extraordinary when a child has an ability that astonishes their parents astonishes their neighbors when they can do something that really sets them apart from anybody else and they're held up as something special. And they are given the opportunity to move their entire community forward with that also. You know, it is our hope that not only will the kids in the Trenton Music Makers program develop some extraordinary skills, but that everyone will feel more proud to be a part of the city of Trenton when they see these children play. That you see the future of what's possible, that you see the beauty of the present. You know, when the kids perform, we've talked about this sort of in the back in a back office sort of way there are really three good reasons for the kids to perform right um, they tend to fall into one of three buckets one is because we want the city to hear them and feel proud
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, another is that we want uh, their friends their family and people in the greater community in the region to to be moved to consider the kids in a new way, to be really impressed and to want to support this. And the third reason, really, is because music is an extraordinary gift that they have to share with some people who need it sometimes. Um, I'll give you an example. Last year, after doing several performances, uh, when the kids travel, they understand there's almost always a pizza party. Right? It's 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 a performance day, let's celebrate, let's Let's have pizza before or after. The kids were going to perform at um, Trentonary Soup Kitchen. Um, we had an opportunity to come and play for the, for the clients at, at, at the soup kitchen. And as we were leaving um, to walk over there, somebody, one of the kids, the kids were talking to each other about the fact that the people were gonna be having dinner. And one said to the other, oh, are we gonna have pizza there? And one of the adults who's in charge of our program, um, Enrique Rivera, who is our site coordinator at Grant Elementary School, saw the opportunity right there and said, no, actually, your role today is to play for people who don't have that at home, who needed to come here to be fed, and you are gonna give them some music because these people deserve some beauty along with their meal. And the kids really fell silent for a little bit, and then we're talking about that a lot on the way there. Wow, I'm gonna be able to play for somebody who needs to hear music today. Okay, okay. And and the implication was really clear. This time it's not all about you. It's not all about me. It's about what you can give. Mm. So that was a that was an experience that the kids talked about for quite a while mm. afterward. You know, it really meant a lot to me. They were heard, wow, you know, someone needed to hear that. They didn't come to hear me and be impressed and, and to applaud. They received something of value that I had to give. Mm. And that's a little bit what we mean about being an asset to your community. Um, a lot of the children in our program have family and friends in Puerto Rico and we've been talking about what we can do. Um, so what what we're planning to do on Giving Tuesday, actually, on November 28th, the kids are going to be giving a concert at Trinity Cathedral, 6 p.m. on November 28th, um, and there will be no ticket charge. Um, it, the, ticket, the concert will be free to attend and in lieu of buying a ticket, we will ask people to donate to the Puerto Rico Relief Agency of their choice. Mm-hmm. If you love the Red Cross, give to the Red Cross. If you love uh, the Hispanic Federation's Unidos, give to Unidos. Mm-hmm. Give to Project Hope. Uh, there are a lot of people doing great work. And um, come and hear the kids. Let us all celebrate Puerto Rico together and be inspired to to give a gift in the, in honor of our kids to Puerto mm-hmm.
0: Rico. That's fantastic. And, and I believe that... That is the impetus of how we can develop this better community, this model of the better community. When we can take people who have gifts and talents, encourage them to use those, yes, and then put them in a situation and an opportunity where they can actually do that. Because um, as we progress as human beings, all of us, we all have skin in this game. yes. And the more of us who are part of the game, I think that there's, there's much more of a likelihood that things are going to turn out better, um, which is one of the things that I love about living and being in the city, is the fact that you get a chance to experience all this diversity, and if you're in a city that's an inclusive city, now you have a chance to actually um, learn and to teach in welcoming and comfortable situations, and it sounds like that is exactly what's happening. That's
1: that's great. Did you say welcoming and uncomfortable, or welcoming and comfortable? And
0: comfortable. Okay. Yeah, welcoming and comfortable.
1: Okay. Well, that was interesting I was gonna like that I was gonna like that tension between the welcoming and the uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: well I, I, I tend to, to only like to do that with adults but when we're speaking <laughs> about children I kind of like to let them be in their space Absolutely. and let them enjoy that what it is but if, it, if we are talking about the children I think uncomfortability is definitely something that we need to have more of as adults uh, as a matter of fact I was uh, earlier today I was I was in a, a meeting with a group of folks um, who who heard what I was saying about how the city is in a current situation and how we can move forward, but their thought was that, well, we're doing good work. And I said, it's not a matter of you doing good work, yes, you were doing fantastic work, but we have to always think about who else is coming along the pike. You know, this is a constant, never-ending, evolutionary process, and we have to continuously look at life that way. You can't just say, okay, I learned how to play the song and I'm done, no. how how do you develop that song better? How do you change it in a different tone? Um, How do you play with a different instrument?
1: And as we talk to the kids about leadership, if you find that you have mastered something, if you find something is coming easily for you, great. There's someone there in that same room that you can help lift up through that ability that you have. Strength means the ability to help other people. Strength does not mean separating yourself from others who don't have that ability.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So let's, let's get back to um, talking to more detail now about the actual program at uh, Trenton Music Makers, formerly the Trenton Community Music School. What programs are currently offered, and who are some of your partners?
1: Sure. We're doing, uh, we're doing the orchestra program, which we've been talking about a lot, which is taking place on two sites, at Grant Elementary School and at Dunn Middle School um, here in Trenton. We also have... Um, an early childhood program that's been happening since the year 2000, ever since the the landmark court case Abbott versus Burke, which served to bring universal Mm pre-K to Trenton. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, a lot of people in this community aren't aware. People talk about universal pre-K in New York as if it were a radical idea. Well, New Jersey was on the cutting edge of this and has had it since 2000. So in 2000, when, uh, when all the preschools were, were growing and were coming under the umbrella of the Trenton Public Schools and under the, under the state's funding model, um, the Trenton Community Music School at that time had an opportunity to partner with the Trenton Public Schools through its community provider preschools. Um, and, and to explain a little background on that, these are all um, thriving private preschools um, that were operating in the city of Trenton which which kept their locations. So they're wonderfully hyper-local um, and they are operated by people who came to the preschool space out of their passion and their commitment to working with kids. Now um, if they are able to meet the district's requirements for the strength of their curriculum and also the, the solid management of the school, they can be a part of the Trenton public school system. So the, the preschool system is offered through community provider preschools. But I digress. We had an opportunity to um, to get involved and to be sure that high quality music and movement would be a part of that experience for the children in the preschool. So that was how Music for the Very Young got started. That was in 2000. We started off at the Puerto Rican Community Daycare Center, or at least the Puerto Rican Community Center, mm-hmm. and the nursery school that was in the Puerto Rican Community Center. There we are said it correctly. Um, we have an event coming up a week from Saturday, November 4th, at the Trenton Country Club in which we're going to celebrate music for the very young. And it's um, long history. We work with children in the classroom. We work to build teachers' skills so that they're more comfortable using music and weaving it through their their uh, curriculum and their class day and we also seek opportunities to engage parents in their children's music learning in the hope that that can, uh, can spread so it, parents direct engagement in all of their children's learning. Um, we use the Music Together resources, the music, the, um, the books and these go home with the children so that they can pop the music on. They can either pop in the CD or use the digital download card on their smartphone. And the families are listening to music in the kitchen, they're listening in the car. The kids are teaching their parents the music that they have, which is pretty exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a bilingual population. A lot of, a lot of the music is in English. Mm-hmm. A lot of music is in Spanish. Uh, the English, primary English speakers in the class are leading the Spanish kids. The primary Spanish-speaking kids are leading the English kids. Um, this is powerful stuff to see. So this has been successfully going for a long time and since the program began in 2000 over th- I think about 3600 families in the city of Trenton have benefited. We used to say a couple of years ago that if you were to start singing the hello song on a corner in Trenton, teenagers <laughs> around you would all start singing it with you because they all had it in their preschools. So, um,
0: well, I'm going to cut you off there because we're yep. about up on a break, but we're going to talk a bit more about um, the amount of students that have come, come through the program and some of the other programs that are happening, um, the different initiatives done in Grant School, but also to talk about the November 4th event because I think that's important for people to consider if they can attend. Love to. Or if they can attend and um, also how they can support that. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. We'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm Jacques Howard, your host. In the studio with me is Carol Burden. She is the Executive Director of Trenton Music Makers. And I'm looking at my notes because I've always known the organization as the Trenton Community Music School. But it's going through a change. It has gone through a change. And you can check out the website, Trenton musicmakers.org there you can find out a lot about the organization um, some past events you can learn about the new event or that's happening on November 4th at the Trenton Country Club Um, and Carol's going to talk about that in just a minute but you can also check up on board members you can find out more about Carol Um, and most importantly you can get involved And getting involved is how we can develop and build this better community for everyone. Whatever that is. Hey, do you want to come and tutor? Do you want to teach a lesson? Do you have an instrument that's in your storage unit or that you don't use anymore? Maybe they could use it. Or if you'd like to do the old-fashioned thing and write a check. I'm sure they would take that too, right, Carol?
1: We're working for me. <laughs>
0: take checks, right? <laughs> so, um, just before the break, I mean, we we're talking about um, some of the different things, but I want to make sure that that we touch on the um, the uh, the genre of music that uh, the music Trenton Music Makers program focuses on. But then I also want you to talk about um, how that can be broadened and how you personally feel about broadening your horizon.
1: Absolutely. Well as we were saying during the break you know Trenton Music Makers is a classically focused program and yet uh, to say that you're focused on something doesn't mean you have blinders on to anything else you know Mm -hmm. Um, we always are looking for opportunities for kids to play the music that they love and that they'll be excited to play and we're always looking for ways for classical, to, classical music to be as expansive as it has been throughout history. You know, in the 18th century, classical players could jam, they could improvise, they could, they could spin off a cadenza on a moment's notice, hey, just, just do a riff on this. And it's really only recently that classical, classical music has been as closely tied to the score as a lot of us presume that it is. Our new music director, who came to join us over the summer, um, Lydia Bayou, came to us from the Settlement Music School in Philadelphia. We're very happy to entice her to move to to, or to come to work in Trenton. Lydia grew up in northern Maine and has a background in French Canadian fiddling. Um, She also is very, um, she's certified in the the O'Connor method of string teaching, which encourages kids right from their first times with an instrument. Hey, you just played a little tune. Cool. Now try it with a different rhythm. What if what if you wanted to change a little something about that? What if you wanted the note to go down instead of up? Then then what? So, right from the start, kids have the opportunity to play music that, that they already have in their heads, they already have in their bodies, play a little bit of it, and then change it up a little, just because you're the, you're the musician here. Mm. So, you know, there's there's a tune and then there's what you want to bring to the tune. Mm.
0: Now, um, um, earlier you were saying, or uh, on the break you were saying that you have a focus on classical, but you draw a very large...
1: You like to draw the circle wide. Okay,
0: now can you explain yeah. that?
1: When you teach music with children, uh, I, I think a lot of people think that a young child comes into a music lesson, just, you know, open eyes, blank mind, no. Children have been making music since before they could speak. They've been listening to music. They've been expressing themselves in sound long before anybody told them, that's music, that's not music. Mm-hmm. They know more about music when they walk in than, than you think. They have natural, instinctive responses to things. There, there are kids who think, you know, this sounds great, let's mix it up this way. Um, we had the opportunity, some of the kids were playing, um, they were playing Ludwig van Beethoven, and then they were playing Katy Perry, you know, and, and, and it's fun. Every, every genre that you play makes the next genre that you switch up to interesting and fresh. And there's no reason that we should limit what we play. You know, there are things that the kids... We know want to play and and lots of new things that we can expose them to as well. Mm -hmm. Their theme song, actually, sort of the unofficial theme song, is a little piece called, that we call Three Little Birds, but it's actually a mashup of Bob Marley and Beethoven. Mm -hmm. It starts off with Don't Worry About a Thing, you know, the Three Little Birds song, and then it leads into Ode to Mm Choi. And, um, you know, as a classical musician, I sometimes tear up a little bit when I hear the kids play that because. Why shouldn't it all be
0: one love? You know, um, so <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. And I'm sorry I interrupted that. But that is, that is a perfect, perfect final <laughs> statement. You know, um, when I was a, a child, I, I often thought about, you know, why are all these different rules and, and segments? And um, I had heard a conservative Christian pastor. Um, he was preaching a sermon, and he used as an example music. And he said... What's the difference between someone who is a Christian who plays a note and someone who is of a different faith who plays a note and someone who doesn't have any faith at all who plays a note? And I'm not quite sure exactly where he was going because it was many years ago, but he said it's still the same note. And from that point, I always looked at music differently. And as we were talking on the, during the break... Um, You know some of my friends, and a big shout out to Rich Scanella, um, he always said look man, you've got to listen to everything. And he's a professional musician he's played with like many A-list celebrities and he's always talked about you take the gig, whatever the gig is, you be professional and you keep your ear open you listen to as much different music as possible, that way you can stay fresh and your sound can continuously evolve now you mentioned how um You've got that mashup of some Bob Marley stuff. And I know uh, a couple of years ago, um, there was a school out in the Midwest, I believe, that was doing, uh, orchestra was doing Rage Against the Machine. It was doing some Rage Against the Machine. And it was was awesome. And when I think about um, where the city of Trenton is and other post-industrial cities just like Trenton that have these wonderful organizations like Trenton Music Makers and um, uh, the orchestra that's here, and I think if you want to drive some young people do a show in classical setting, but to do it to some music that will introduce a different audience to classical music. Mm-hmm. I mean, why why couldn't we have uh, Trenton Music Makers do a fundraiser? And I'm making a plug here because I often do that on the show. Let's do let's do a Trenton Music Makers concert where they're playing Katy Perry, Bob Marley, mixed in with some Beethoven and some other things, and put that out to share with some other people. Hey, classical music is cool, too. It's just music.
1: One of my favorite quotes is from Duke Ellington, who said, If it sounds good, it is good.
0: Yeah. Sounds like James Brown. He said that all the time. Does it look good? Does it feel good? It <laughs> is good. So um, uh, I'm going to put that on, on your plate, and then you and I can work on that. Let's have a fundraiser for uh, Trent Music Makers. Let's mix it up. Yeah, where they mix it up. Where, where we, we take, hey, what do, you, what do the kids want to play? What's hip? What's happening? Let's play that. Um, Let's talk about the event that's happening on November 4th. Um, um, Is it a fundraiser? Is it a performance? What is it?
1: It is a fundraiser, and we're going to be celebrating the preschool program. And particularly at the preschool level, it's not about performance. It's about experiencing music altogether. Um, So speaking of mixing it up, we've, we've never tried doing anything like this before, but we're going to do a community music program, uh, including everybody with egg shakers and tambourines and scarves <laughs> and dancing, and there's going to be an open bar. So
0: <laughs> Sounds good to me. Why shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah.
1: we are lucky enough to have uh, Jerry Dignan and Denise Dignan, um, who is known to the world of music together as Uncle Jerry, uh, who can sing and play absolutely anything. Rock and roll, acoustic music, um, uh, uh, Celtic traditional All of these, all of these musics, and um, these are all part of the Music Together program. So he's going to be doing a live uh, music um, party with us. Parents from Trenton and uh, their preschoolers are going to be coming, who are involved in our partner preschools through the Music for the Very Young program. We also have a lot of friends of the organization who will be there, either with children or or without children. Uh, The date is November 4th. Um, 4 o'clock p.m. at the Trenton Country Club. Tickets are still available at our website, which is trentonmusicmakers.org. It's a really fun opportunity to come and uh, you know, shake your groove thing with a three-year-old. And it, it should be a really, really funny. evening.
0: I should be been keeping track of uh, all the different uh, genres of music. <laughs> and the different references that you've made. I mean, I think that you've run the gamut. I mean, we've, like, gone from Venezuela. We've got some Bob Marley. We've got some peaches and herbs. Yeah, you're doing a little bit of everything. Um, We're about up on a break. Um, You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. Again, I encourage you to go to the website, trentonmusicmakers.org. There you can find out all the information about this wonderful organization that Carol Burden is running, and you can find out about how you can get involved because that's what this is all about, get involved in the process, and the November 4th event, which is happening November 4th, p.m. at the Trenton Country Club but we'll be back after a short break All right. and welcome back folks to the Trenton 365 show I'm your host Jacques Howard you can always send me an email I do answer them Trenton365Show at gmail.com. And I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with you about what you're doing, what's happening in your life, um, how you can get involved in some of the projects that I'm a part of library boxes at Trenton, Capital City Skate Park, um, the biking culture here in Trenton, New Jersey, and connecting with some of the amazing nonprofits that I bring onto the program, like tonight with the Trenton Music Makers, formerly known as the Trenton Community Music School, led currently by Carol Burden and Carol's been talking about her history Um, she grew up in a large family nine people she's an opera singer Um, she sang in church Um, besides all of that um, she's got this passion for what music can can do and be and she mentioned something that I haven't heard anybody mention before and it was about children making music and hearing music and learning music at a very young age and the first thing I thought about was when you're humming what crying sounds like all those different things those different sounds resonate and I'm sure they can kind of tie them together and I say that because my 14 year old I played guitar long enough for the girls to know that I played guitar and that was about it but my daughter she's 14 and she's got this amazing ear she can sing, um, she plays guitar, she's not really interested in piano but And I have no idea where she's got it from. She, you know, just a couple lessons at school, but it's just something that's there. But when I hear her singing in her room when she doesn't know I'm listening, um, it's, it's amazing. I'm like, where did she get this from? This isn't me. This isn't my wife. But I think to what you said that, you know, children, that's how they're learning. And and they're they're hearing these different things and and then you talked about the whole brain the whole the whole mm-hmm. cortex of the brain lighting up when um, music is being played and can you just rehash that a little bit and then I'd like for us to talk a bit more about the children who are part of the program.
1: Sure, a couple things. First of all, when you're making music, your brain is working in an awful lot of different ways. Your brain it, it, to say to call it the brain minimizes it because you're mm-hmm. drawing on your memories, you're drawing on uh, what it is you most want to express. You also are thinking about how to get it right. Where does my finger need to be on that keyboard? What did I do last time? No, put that out of my mind. You know, there's all kinds of mental focus that goes into this, um, and so, you know, music teachers have known for a long time that music really powers all learning and and the way your brain works. But now we have, through technology, we've got. Got some really interesting PET scan results, CAT scan results that are showing what happens, what happens in the brain mm-hmm. while you're making music, and it is really extraordinary. They found a couple of things. Um, some uh, neurobiologists from Northwestern worked with a program in Los Angeles, and they were measuring um, changes in children's uh, neural firing patterns as they studied music, and. Uh, My understanding of the results, I am not a neurologist myself, but what they found is that some very chaotic brain firing patterns, neural firing patterns, became more orderly and regular over the years that children studied music. And that happened not just when they were playing, but it actually, it it was as if it combed the snarls out of the way the brain was functioning and allowed them actually to think more clearly and more directly. Uh, and that makes sense to me as a musician, because yeah, we want it to be expressive, but we also want it to be direct, and mm-hmm. we've got something to say. And that takes you back to the thing about really young children, and you ask where your, where your daughter got it from, uh, I'm going to tell you she was born with it, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're born expressive, and we express through sound again before we get words you you coo you cry you screech you laugh you you do all of these things you express express fear you express longing express contentment just in sounds Mm. and infants are really good at that because they that's that's their instrument that's what they have to work with Mm. so um you know we say with the preschoolers every child is musical I, I respect every, par- every parent who says, oh, my child is musical. Yes, your child is musical.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, let's stick with that. Um, I, I know that's a, that's a heartwarming statement, and, and, I, and that's one of those statements that make you want to well up. Um, let's stick with chatting um, about the, the children who come to the program sure. and uh, some, of the, some of the feedback that you've, you've received from the parents but also from the children.
1: I love getting quotes from the kids. You know, if you if you ask the right question, you get extraordinary answers. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the kids played with the Princeton Symphony Orchestra a couple of years ago. We had an amazing opportunity. The PSO invited the Trenton Music Makers to come and play with them on the stage of Richardson Auditorium, um, which is on the campus of Princeton University. It's Part of um, one of their one of their regular concerts. And the adults around the Trenton Music Makers kids were in a state of panic, really. How, how is this going to go? What kind of experience is this going to be for the kids? How are they going to do? And the kids just thought, oh, okay, no problem. I, I have this picture, this mental picture of them standing in the wings, waiting or standing off the stage. There are no wings at Richardson. But, you know, the door opens and the light shines on their faces, and they all just perked up and walked on stage. And they smiled. They high-fived the other violinists who were holding up their hands to play with them, and they played with the orchestra. And there was an audience of a big audience of adults that they had never met before, who all cheered and applauded for them. So we debriefed with them afterward. Um, we just asked the kids, "So, what did you learn? What do you know now that you didn't know three days ago, before you played with the Princeton Symphony Orchestra?" And uh, and one boy in our program got very thoughtful, and he said. I think it's better when we play together. And I'll, I'll never forget that, and I spent the next year quoting Thomas and his beautiful comment, because yeah, it sounds better when we, we play all together. Um, particularly with young people, uh, striving is just built into their nature, right? Wanting to be noticed, wanting to do something that matters, um, and when what they're doing that is extraordinary really what blesses one blesses all, what a great thing. Um, Princeton Girl Choir that I've been involved with for for years as well. um, We've said, and we sometimes remind the girls, you know, you all think you know who has, as it were, the best voice, right? They all talk about who's got a good voice. The very best singer among you still does not sound as good as all of you sound altogether. And if kids took nothing away from the program but that, that we are so much stronger as a group than any one of us is as an individual, that would be great. It gets even better if you realize that we're so much stronger as a group because we have different ideas, because we speak differently, because our faces are made different colors, because our parents come from different countries, because we eat different foods at home. You know, if we can really learn not just to sort of peacefully coexist, but if we can really thrive all together,
0: that's, uh, to me, that's um, one of our strengths here, as a, a city, as a region, as a state. New Jersey being culturally diverse, um, that is one of our strengths. Um, how do we, uh, how do we get a critical mass? To understand that that's a strength and that that's not an impingement or a a, a negative of any sort, that's a whole other story. And if anyone has any of those answers to that or or thoughts about that, I'd love to have a chat with you um, to find out um, because I I know what's in my heart. And my heart is, um, I think about, um, you know, the book of Revelation that says we're going to worship in a city with people of a number that can't be counted of all different backgrounds. I just want a little bit of that on Earth. So uh, let's go back and uh, briefly rehash the November 4th event.
1: Wonderful. November 4th, 4 p.m. until 7.30 at the Trenton Country Club. We're going to start off with what's called an Uncle Jerry concert, an opportunity to sing and play and make music all together uh, for about an hour in the style of of a music for the very young class, um, using Music Together's music and materials. Um, and then from there we'd like to take the opportunity to honor some people who have done some really really great work for us one of which uh, is the PNC Foundation which has been supporting our our early childhood programs for many years uh, through their Grow Up Great initiative there are significant funders of our of our early childhood programs. We've also had the opportunity this year to take part in an initiative in Trenton that was that was spearheaded by the PNC Foundation which is called Trenton Makes Words which I know you and I have had the opportunity Mm -hmm. to talk about Um, and we are bringing the musical element to that initiative which is designed to spark a real appreciation and a joy in discovering new words and um, and finding the meaning behind words and expressing ourselves better through, through the excitement of words. So we are the musical partner of the three partners that are doing that, and that's courtesy of PNC as well. So we have a lot to thank the PNC Foundation for. The other person that we are planning to, to, uh, to give special props to at that party is Ana Berdesia, who is the director of the Center for the Positive Development of Urban Children at Thomas Edison State University. Um, Anna was the director of the Puerto Rican Community Center when we began the Music for the Very Young program in 2000. She was our first school partner. She was the director of our first school partner. And she has been a great friend to us all this time and a great friend to all of Trenton, really. Um, what what Anna brings to this community in, in a, an earnest desire for us all to develop a better cultural competency and to begin to um, span the barriers that come from a different sort of upbringing, and get to the point where, as you said, we get to a common uh, desire to do good work all together and to learn to speak one another's language. Um, I find Anna's work extremely inspiring, and um, so we'll be honoring Anna and and thanking her for all the for everything that she has been to us through the years as well. Um, I also would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to the Church in Dwight. Employee Giving Fund, which is sponsoring this event at a really substantial level. Um, they are our lead sponsor for the party, and it's thanks to Church and Dwight that we're able to make a lot of it happen. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you've got a very strong, diverse background. Um, you've shared a lot of amazing information. We've got less than 90 seconds or so left of talking time for you. Um, what would you like to say to the, to the people who may be on the fence or haven't heard about Trenton Music Makers or kind of do a little pushback when they think of classical music? Um, what would you say to those folks?
1: I would say come on in and check it out for yourself. Uh, you can certainly come visit our, visit our website, visit our Facebook page, see what we're up to. Uh, there, there are a lot of ways to support children in Trenton who are making music together and growing their experience together. And we would love to have you a part of it.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, Carol Burden, um, thanks for your time on the Trenton 365 show.
1: Thank you for having me on, Chuck. Absolutely. I joy will, to I talk w- with you. For
0: sure. I will absolutely have you back. And I can't wait to hear more about what's happening at the Trenton Music Makers and the website, trentonmusicmakers.org. Archives of this and all the other interviews will be on the website. I encourage you to go there. Check out the website. Um... Visit, ask some questions, um, and most importantly, get involved. Get in the process of this game of life, regardless of where you are. Um, Age doesn't matter. Background doesn't matter. If you have time, if you have talents, if you have treasures, nonprofit organizations like Trenton Music Makers can and will find a place for you to get involved. Maybe you want to come and help set up snacks. Okay, cool. Maybe you want to come and, and teach a lesson. Maybe you've got some old sheet music at home. Any of those things, you can get involved And in. I just encourage you to go to the website and check it out. Reach out to Kara. You're going to be surprised um, what you see uh, on television and the, what you hear in her voice. She's a very warm person. You're going to be surprised. But You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show heard here Tuesday nights over WIMG 1300 and on Fridays with a rebroadcast over WPHY Channel 25, Mercer County, New Jersey. Have a great night, friends. Take care now.